Sports cards and we live now. Jeremy Lee in the building and every guest that you ever needed. Sports cards after hours keep the hobby heated. Updates hobby talk like you never seen it. Sports cards live and nothing could ever beat it. Sports cards is a lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Welcome to another episode of Sports Cards Live with your host, Jeremy Lee. What is going on? Welcome back. Welcome back. If you were watching the last episode with David Chow, what a what a fun episode that was. I was just saying to him afterwards, as we were sitting in the back room there, I'm like, I looked at the clock at about an hour 45 minutes in. And um and I thought we were maybe 45 or 50 minutes in, but we were almost two hours into the episode when I looked really checked to see what you know how long we we're going for. And uh, whoa, what a pleasure that was. What a great guy. What a, what a nice discussion and uh, a legendary collector, just a legendary collector. And hey, hopefully he'll, uh, you know, lay down some legendary roots in, in the hockey segment of the hobby now as we move forward. Uh, well, he already is. That's that's quite evident, quite evident right there. We got Troy with us again, just for Franceco. Please show all your Crosby's and your one OV card. Yeah, right. I do have a few Ovi's, but I definitely have more Crosby's. And that's because I like Crosby better. I think that makes sense, right? If I'm sitting here saying that I think Crosby is the better all-around player and, the you know, he's Canadian, I'm Canadian and all this. Like, yeah, I'm going to have more Crosby cards. I collect what I like. Don't try to pin that against me. That's just that's just a, a lowbrow move if you're going to try and do that. Chris says that was such a good episode. Really glad you really glad you guys liked it. I talked to him after. We'll have him back on. He's just a just a great guy for sure. Justin, I have five years to build a bigger hockey collection than David. Well, go for it. Definitely, definitely go for it. Lucky K, very nice of him to share the info on losses. Most people wouldn't give you numbers like that. Yeah. I mean, when he said that the cards he sold, he got about $3 million for, and now they'd be worth over $100 million. I don't know if you saw my response to that, but I couldn't quite catch my tongue there. I was floored. I didn't realize the the magnitude of the value of the cards that he had and i don't think he's just picking those numbers from out of thin air i think he's done some research i think he knows his stuff and uh that wasn't really such a such an exaggeration so yeah but i could i was at i was at a loss i couldn't i couldn't i didn't know how to respond to that so i don't know i'm gonna have to watch that back and get a get a bit of a chuckle out of my own response to that but what a what a nice guy and um it's just cool. You know, he, it was 10 a.m. for him in Shanghai, 10 p.m. Eastern when we started that episode. It's cool how uh, how hobby, how the hobby, you know, it, it brings us people from all over the world. Uh, very cool. Speaking of it, Joe Perot, good friend of mine right there. What's up, Joe? Met through content and now we're pals. I mean, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mark, good to see you. Still behind on videos. Yeah, take your time, Mark. Uh, I'm still pumping them out, so I understand that you could be behind, but I appreciate your dedication, of course. Rich, back for more. Agree with you. Crosby is still the better all-around player. Ovechkin might be more electric to watch. I mean, Ovechkin scores goals. He's a goal-scoring machine. So, yeah, I don't want to take anything away. It's like it's like the Jordan Fleer versus the Star 101 card. I'm not taking one thing away from either. If I think that the Fleer is the rookie card, I, that shouldn't take anything away from the Star 101, the 84 Star 101. I think they're both worthy of collections, just like Crosby and Ovechkin. I like both players. 
I collect, I have cards of both players just because I think Crosby is the better all around player and will be revered in a, in a, to a higher degree 10 years after they retire than Ovechkin. Doesn't take anything away from Ovechkin. He's still a great player who I love. I love that he's in the league. I love watching him and I hope for him. You know, I, I do. I hope for both those guys. Thank you, All Valley. Great to see you. Chris says, do you still have that sick OB patch you showed at the in the SCI? I do still have that. Uh, that I do still have that. You bet I do. You bet I do. What is your name, Facebook user? I can't tell who you are. Anyone who's watching on Facebook, um, feel free to watch on Facebook. But uh, if you go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook, go to, do me a favor, go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook streamyard.com slash Facebook and click that big blue button that will allow StreamYard to recognize your name on Facebook. And then I will know who you are. Lucky K. Yeah. I was speechless on there for sure. For, oh, it's you Cole. Good to see you Cole. So yeah, that was uh that was a great episode with Dave. I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, especially well, those of you who did watch uh, Troy or the, no, they're, they're, they're sitting on the floor over there during the day during the day, during the week. And I just forgot to hang them up tonight. My wife uses this space for as her office and she has video calls. So she takes them down and um, I forgot to put them up before we got started. So no, they are right over there. Crosby scored in game two, their second goal. Yeah. Crosby's still, still a player. He's still effective. He's still, he's still a difference maker. Chris Straub, any idea? value or should i send an insta message what are you uh talking about chris oh on my uh my my ovechkin um <laughs> yeah you can message me on ig if you want um i'm not going to put a number on it I'm, I'm i'll listen to offers but it's going to be pretty huge i'll put it i'll put it to you that way it's not a card i'm in a rush to move so um but if you want to reach out and and make me an offer i'm i'm open to hearing an offer definitely all right, so a couple things I wanted to, to cover on After Hours tonight, guys. A um, couple of things, couple of things. So last night, I was going through some of my cards because I've been putting all my personal collection cards. You know, I don't use one touches. They're just too big. They take up too much room and they're too heavy. So I use top loaders and I put the top loaders in nice, uh, you know, perfect fit kind of top loader baggies. And... Um, and in going through that, I go through the collection and we're always, well, we, you know, I'm always adding cards, right? And so once in a while I go through and I decide like, are there cards in my PC that I no longer need to keep? Now, some cards I own, I'm never gonna move. That goes without saying, but I've collected a lot of cards over the years and I was going through them and I decided to break up a couple of sets that I've collected. And one of them, I showed some on my Instagram story yesterday, uh, the 2007-2008 SP Authentic Rookie Review. So these are hockey cards, uh, beautiful cards. But I decided to look, I don't, and the reason I'm going through this with, with you guys is just to explain my process and, and how I collect sometimes and how cards can move from your PC to your trader box or your show inventory, whatever you want to call it, your however you dispose of cards, your eBay listings that you might do. So I was going through and I collected the complete set of both the 2007, eight and the eight and the eight, nine uh, rookie reviews from SP authentic. These are beautiful cards. So I went through, I thought to myself, listen, you buy, you, you can, when you 
collect a complete set of a rare card. Like these are numbered out of a hundred, they're auto patches. When you collect a complete set of these things, you're forced to buy cards of players that you might not care about or players that end up not mattering much as time goes by to people outside of their hardcore collectors, their families, and, you know, team collectors, that kind of thing. And I decided, look, I don't need these complete sets. You know, originally the idea was you collect the set, you have it framed up, you put it on the wall. I'm less willing to do that with cards that have autographs on them because they fade in light. So they sit in boxes and there's only so much room. So I decided I don't need these complete sets anymore. I'm going to keep the cards of the players that I want and the rest of them I'm going to be willing to move. So I actually went through both of these rookie review sets, the 0708s, and this many cards, I don't need them. I'm going to keep the better players. So players like Andrew Raycroft, look at that card. It's a beautiful card, right? You got an amazing Bruins patch there, a beautiful small patch window. But Andrew Raycroft is not a player who, who I need an auto patch of in my collection. So this card is moving out. Along with this one, Danny Heatley. I don't know if you guys know the history of Danny Heatley. Great prospect, great player for many years. Tragic accident one night, death of a, of a teammate in the car he was driving. Um, poor guy, poor boat. Dan Snyder was his name. You know, RIP, you know, best condolences to his family still to this day. In any event, Danny Heatley was never the same after that. And it's just not a card I need. So that one's going to go. Jonathan Chichu. Great player. Uh, you know, he had a 50 goal season playing with Joe Thornton one year. But again, not a player whose card I need in my collection. Joffrey Lupo. I mean, have you heard of Joffrey Lupo? Some of you have, many of you haven't. So I'm moving it out. It's a card that I'm now it's not going to go for much. These might some of these might be $20 cards, but it doesn't matter. It's more about the capacity in my limited space. Justin Williams, this one was more on on the on the bit more. On, on the bubble for me in terms of to keep or not, because he had a great career, but didn't make it. I'm going to let it go. Kevin Biaxa, you know, he's a broadcaster now. This is a beautiful card. A lot of Canucks fans. This card will sell pretty nicely, I'm sure, because Canucks players will, will or Canucks fans will buy it. Chris Draper played for the Winnipeg Jets and the Detroit Red Wings, won cups. Great guy, but I don't need it. Alex Tangay, beautiful card, but again, it's going to go. It didn't make the cut, nor did Chris Drury. Great player, great American-born player, didn't make the cut. Yevgeny Nabokov didn't make the cut. Really cool Sharks piece right there. So these are all going to be uh, joining me at card shows. They'll be available for sale. Marion Gabarik, Mark Savard. Again, this is like half the set, maybe more that I'm going to get rid of. And the rest I'm going to keep. Paul Stasny, really nice. Aren't these beautiful cards, though? Like These are beautiful cards. You got the full body shot, the, the nice auto, nice, nice small patch window. Scott Gomez, he's a card guy. And Peter Stasny. This one was also sort of on the on the bubble for me, right on the cusp there. He's the father of Paul Stasny, who also didn't make the cut. But uh, so that's those are the ones from the what is this? I always get the years confused. This is 0708. I'm gonna let him go. The other year I collected was 0809. This many cards did not make the cut from 0809. I also love these. This is the first year that I collected. So players that didn't make the cut here, Paul Stasny again, don't need it. Rick Nash, this was a close one, but I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to let Rick Nash go. Michael Ryder, big, a lot of people collect his card. He's a Maritimer, Montreal Canadiens card, of course. 
So that that card will find a good home. Another Scotty Gomez, Brendan Morrow. I mean, these are these are all good players. Chris Drury again, but again, players that I was thinking about it like 20 years down the road. Am I gonna look at these cards and really love them? Or am I gonna just not care about them? And I kind of went to the figure I wouldn't care about them. Cam Ward, you know, he had a, a nice early part of his career, but not much after that. Gonna let it go. Danny Heatley. Mike Richards, this guy was awesome for a long time. And then he he went from hero to zero very quickly. I think he I think he partied quite a bit. That's what I've heard. And then a Marty Turco. So those cards, again, this was me, you know, managing my collection and just deciding that. Listen, I put I put together these sets. They were fun at the time, a great chase. I enjoyed it immensely. But time goes by and you just lose the... Uh, I lost some of the passion for these sets and for the card. Now, I'm going to keep the cards of the players I really like or the ones that you didn't see there because I love the set still. I love the way these cards look and the players are just more worthy to me of being in my collection. I guess I get to make that call because it's my collection. So anyway, those are that's, that's one thing that I did. Uh, Along with that, this is not as interesting, but I'll show some cool cards here. So a few months ago, I went through all my various boxes in my collection and I took out all the Gretzky cards and I put them in one box because I showed off my Gretzky collection on a whatnot stream a few months ago. And I went through that box last night and I'm like, okay, I'm going to put some of those Gretzky cards back with the sets that they're from in my collection. So just before I put them, I thought I'd show you guys some sets that I've collected too. Actually, Cole, if you're still there, I bought these from you. These are from Trilogy, I think 03. Oh, what year is this? I can't even tell. Cole, you'll know if you're out there. I don't even know what year these are. They're early, early 2000s. But these I pulled out into the Gretzky box. I'm going to put them with the Trilogy set that I bought from Cole, who was watching the show earlier a few minutes ago. But this is a set. I bought a complete set from him minus a few, minus a few cards that he didn't yet have. And I decided I'm not going to pursue the rest of the set, just like with the those rookie reviews. I'm going to keep the cards of the players that are that I want to keep, and the rest I'm going to sell. I'm just going to conserve some space, some space in my in my collection storage real estate. So those two are going to go back with the rest of the my Gretzky collect or with the rest of those trilogy cards. Also, these this is a set that I'm very passionate about the 1415 Upper Deck masterpieces. These are the black framed leather memorabilia cards. This is a 153 card set and I'm like 14 away now. I've been chipping away. I'll show a couple that just came in. But as you can see, I'm missing one. I'm missing the New York Rangers card, but uh, these are gonna go back with the rest of my masterpieces set. Out of the Gretzky box, back into the masterpieces. Oh, there it is. Oh, here we go. Some quick information here. Uh, Terry says 0304 Trilogy, and that's Cole right there. Yes, you love that set. Yeah, Cole. So I'm, I'm busting up the set, Cole, keeping, you know, the, the players I want to keep and the rest, I'm going to I'm gonna just let them go. But thank you for selling that to me when you did. Chris says Vancouver people really liked Bieksa, was playing when I was there. Yeah, I believe it. He was he was a grinder, right? He, and now he's, he's very entertaining. He's a great broadcaster. I enjoy watching him. He's got great insights. Healy played for Ottawa. Yes, he did, Mark. He did play for Ottawa for a period of time. Uh, this is cool. That's where I am right now with the 2021 Opeachy Platinum Violet Pixels card set. One of Yeah, I see you're selling that set, Cole. You have a habit of that, Cole. You build a set and you sell it. And I bought a couple from you, so that's worked out. But I'm not interested in the Violet Pixels this time. 
Lee Haskins says, that's why I don't collect sets, just singles of who I want, so I don't ever sell anything. Yeah, Lee, that's great. That's a great approach. And I'm starting to to go, I'm starting to adopt that approach more for myself and resist the urge to chase down a whole set where you don't care about, you know, 60% of the players that have cards, or you don't care about 60% of the cards in the set. I'm trying, I'm going down that path myself now as well. I think it's a, it's a good strategy. And I don't like being like forced almost to buy these cards of because they're on a set checklist. That's why I'm rearing away from the PSA set registry as well. Mark says, I think they're called common players. Yeah, there you go. Well, not all, not all these players are commons that I'm moving out, but I guess relative to the set they're in, they would be common cards. So I think that does make sense. Troy, great looking cards, but agree. If not attached, let them go. Right. If not attached, let them go. And that's the tough thing to do, Troy, but I'm, I'm, getting better at it I guess Terry Fortune disappoints me with the with the final score of 4-2 Dallas yes my flames might be in trouble they got to take game four in Dallas before they come back to the saddle dome here in Calgary <clears throat> all right these Gretzky's also these are some I collect I've said it before I'll say it again from the cup I collect the base patch parallels out of 10 from all years back to 05 in one, at some point, they started making them out of eight instead of out of 10. But here's the second year, the 0607. I don't have an 0506. I'd love to get one. But the 0607, again, going out of the Gretzky box and now into my cup base patch parallel box, which is actually three boxes deep because I have over 300 of these cards. There's that one from 0607. Here's the 0708. This is the 0910, I believe. Really nice copy right there. The 1011. Yeah, this is the 1011. I think I bought this on Com C a couple years ago. And then this is the 1213, which I actually have two copies of this. I think this is the, yes, this is the keeper. The other one will remain with my Gretzky box. So these are going back in from the from the Gretzky box into the cup base patch parallel PC uh, section. And that was really it. Those are the cards that, uh, that's what I do with my collection. Next, I wanted to share with you all the cards that came in this week, my, my, my acquisitions of the week that just was. So this is a mix of a Com C delivery that I had a small one, five card Com C delivery. Uh, oh, wait, I hear we have two little piles. So there's a Com C delivery. There was another delivery from my US mailing address. So let me just sort Com C Com C. I bought a couple of cards at Eastridge yesterday just right off the right off of his showcases and that's it and then i bought a card today that i was I, actually today i went to the local card show as well the the acadia show it's a once a month it's the monthly local i call it small show today's smaller than ever actually there were very uh there are a lot of vendors just weren't there i don't know weather's turning around whatever it is didn't buy a single card today at the show usually i walk out with something today i walk out with nothing i was in and out in about 30 to 40 minutes said hello to some people, met a few viewers of the show, which was really cool. One guy introduced himself and uh, that was nice. So kudos to you guys that I saw there. And um, But uh, didn't buy anything. And then I went and I met uh, met another collector at, um, at, at a bank. And we did a deal on a card that I was teasing about earlier on Instagram. So I'll show you guys all that right away here. Uh, Cole says, now that I'm single, I just don't have the time I once had to collect sets. Oh, that'll, that'll, a life change like that, Cole, will, will have an impact on your hobbying for sure. For sure. 
Lee says, I do have cards I don't need, just don't know what to do with them. Lots of commons from early years. What do you do with them? Yeah, Lee, commons from earlier years. You take them to a card show and you sell them to Colin Murray or someone who deals in that kind of stuff. I just did that. I just did that in Edmonton last month. I had a bunch of cards and I just moved them to people who had a better, better channels upon which to, to move them than I do. So you got to find a person who deals in that kind of stuff. And sometimes you might have to just have to give some stuff away too. You know, if it's not worth much, of course, you don't want to leave too much money on the table, but you might have to do that. So, all right, I'm just going to show you the cards that came in because I mean, this is, this is my collection. These are cards I love. So I showed you the Gretzky's from the, from this set right here. This is the, from the, the, the masterpieces, black framed leather parallel. So five of them came in that, and that's because I had some of them sitting on Com C for uh, waiting to ship them for close to a year. But the Dominic Hasek landed, beautiful card, love it. And this is a piece of stick. It actually says it in very small type right there. It's hard to see, but it does say what the piece is right on the card. So the Hasek came in to come into my collection. Again, it's a 153 card set. And I think with these deliveries or these, these arrivals, I'm up to 139 or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm closing in on this set, Rick Nash. And this is a set where I'm not going to sell the singles like, like I am with these other ones or move them out. I, I'm going to do something with this set. I do love it. Drew Doughty of the LA Kings came in. Claude Giroux, now with the Florida Panthers. He was the big one of the big tra trade deadline assets that moved on the, tra the trade deadline this year. Claude Giroux went from Philadelphia to Florida. Piece of stick. And then in this set, there are, there are some cards on that are the high numbers that are out of 15 that look a little bit different. So here's the Joe Sackick that came as well. This one's out of 15. All these other ones I showed you are out of like the Giroux's out of 25, the Dowdy 25, the Nash 25, and the Hasek 25, which is pretty funny because a lot of the time these cards are out of 35 too in the set. So these are all additionals for the black for the masterpieces set that I have. And I can actually really quickly, I think I can show you guys the set that I have. Um, let me just see if I can bring this up quickly and hope that these images are going to pop up and most of them are. Yeah, so here, I'm going to share this with you guys. Oh, hold on one sec. So let's see here. Here we go. So there you go. This is this is the set of these that I'm showing you. The one card isn't showing up right now, but I've been working on this for a while. As you can see, there's this is this saw check down here is card 164 but several cards weren't made so you know upper deck made a base set this is a parallel but they did have memorabilia for certain cards on the base set so even though there's 164 cards in the main set there's only 153 that were made for the mem and i have 139 right down here so i'm closing in i need 14 more and uh look forward to finishing that set off but there you have an idea I don't know if you if you guys like this as much as I do, but that's why I love these things. Um, I hear. Let's go even a bit bigger, just so kind of scroll through them here. You can see some of these patches, some of these pieces. Like, look at the Tuka Rask piece right there. Just some. Anyway, I love this set. I think you can tell. And uh, been working on it. Been working on the set for close to well seven years, I guess. So look at the Esposito piece. 
it's cool. There's all sorts of different memorabilia in here. Anyway, added five more this week. I also picked up one more card for the cup base patch parallels, which is from this 2007-8, a Bernie Perrant landed, nice two-color patch out of 10. So these are, this is a crazy, crazy endeavor that, I, that I've been working on for quite some time, these cards. Like I said, I have about 300 of them. And uh, I'll show you them really quickly here too. Let's see if I can get into these. Here we go. So check this out. This is gonna. This should blow your mind. So um, here we have. You can see they go by year. I've got several from all the different years, and I'll just kind of scroll through here. You can see how many there are. But 307 of these cards I have. All sorts of players. I mean, the cup usually has great players on the checklist, but. That's my collection of cup base patch parallels. And today, one more came in. I'm not chasing them as like, I'm, I'm still chasing the old years, like up until say two years ago, but several years ago, Upper Deck started adding autographs to some cards on the checklist and some didn't get autographs. I don't chase the autograph ones. It's just too expensive. So I just collect the ones without autos, but that's the same players year after year, right? So I'm kind of just done chasing the whole checklist and uh adding cards i like and I've, I'll, I'll admit it i've started to sort of flirt with the idea of culling a bit of this collection too players that i just don't care about as much but i'm not i haven't taken that step yet but it's something I've, I've thought about doing so we will see we will see all right gonna go to a couple more comments from you guys justin tells lee just give them to your buddy justin vick nice to meet you <laughs> very nice Bang Bang says, any interesting non-sport pickups? Not in not in what I'm going to show today. Um, I missed out. I missed out on some Jimi Hendrix cards the other day, though, on eBay. I was outbid, so that was unfortunate. Brendan Ryan, a thing of beauty. Uh, thank you, thank you. Like that photo checklist. Yeah, this is this 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 is Dropbox that I was showing you guys. And basically that's how I keep track of what I have. So when I'm at a card show and I see a card, I can't remember what I have for all these sets, right? So I will bring up, you know, oftentimes I'll be, I'll pull up my phone, the guy at the other side of the, you know, the guy behind the table might think I'm checking comps. I'm actually looking to see if I have the card or not. That's oftentimes what I'm, hey, sometimes I'm checking comps too, but that's what I'm doing. Troy says, let's see number 149. Let's see what number 149. Let's see if I can pull that up for you, Troy. Card number 149 is the Chris Chelios. I can show you the Chris Chelios. There's the Chris Chelios. There's number 149. Nice stick piece. There's another one just hit eBay, actually. There you go, Justin. Or sorry, Troy. That was you, Troy. There you go. Lee says, I'm not big into PSA set registry. Many are. I am not as singles collector. Brendan Ryan, would you say... Numbered cards out of 25 are scarce or rare. It's right on the threshold for me. That's the distinction between scarcity and rarity again, right? Well, 25 is 20. Listen, I think it's both. 25 is rare. There's only 25 cards made. Is it scarce? Scarce is when you compare demand to availability. And I would say, yeah, they're scarce. There's probably, listen, it's not only that there's 25, how many are out there? Are there 25 people that want that card? I don't know, maybe not. Maybe there aren't 25 people who want that, who want a card from this set, in which case it's not scarce, but it's still rare. So 
Take that for what it is, Brendan. Lee Haskins, my type of set collections is the vintage Hall of Famers of each year. That is my set collection, like 56 base. Yeah, that's cool. You want all the Hall of Famers from the 56 tops baseball set. That makes sense to me. Like, I can, that's a great thing to collect. For me, though, I don't need some of the lesser players. You know, that's where I'm kind of cutting it, cutting it off, drawing the line right there. Jake Dahl, what's going on? T-Dot, the Perrant is so nice. Thank you. Thank you. So other cards that came in this week. So from Com C, I show I did a big post of this on my Instagram and Facebook. This is the Timo Solani Gold Prism from 2012. Listen, I've looked at all the Prism sets. And to me, this is the nicest design almost by far. I love the symmetry of the border. I love the way it kind of, you know, kind of bloats inwards on the borders. Um, I just think it's a beautiful, simple, simple set. And as someone mentioned, I'm smart to keep it raw. You do really get to see it raw. It's card is raw, but it's in a sleeve and then it's in a top loader and then it's in a top loader sleeve. So there are three layers of plastic between my eyeballs and this card, but it still looks great. And uh, it's a prism gold out of 10. That's an important card, especially from the first year. So happy to have that. Also from, actually, sorry, this didn't come in recently. I sh this is not a newcomer. The reason I pulled this out is because the newcomer was the red version. This is what came in from ComC, this guy right here in the PSA 9, the red prism first year as well. So when I when this landed, I pulled out the gold, I showed them on my Instagram, and then I did a whole post on the gold. But nice to have these two together. They look really cool together. So there's those two. And to the pod, I always forget to shout out the podcast listeners when I'm talking about cards, showing cards. I apologize, you can't see these, but hopefully I'm. you have an idea of what I'm talking about. Also came in from ComC is this right here, 2013 Select Sidney Crosby, Red Prism. This card is numbered out of 35. Bought this on ComC last summer, I believe, and finally took delivery of it. Just a real sharp looking card. And hey, another Crosby card for the collection, Francesco. Also from ComC, so I'm a big fan of Synergy. Not a lot of people like Synergy in hockey, but I do. I don't like all of it. I don't like all the cards in Synergy, but I like the true base. The true base are these clear acetates, and this came up. They picked this up on ComC. I like the true base because they're rare. They're out of, well, the first year was out of 17, second year was out of 18, and now this year was out of 21. This is the Nathan McKinnon, number two of 21. Just a cool card, a technology card, right? You got die cut acetate. Sorry, you got die cut cardboard with foil finish on an acetate background with foil on the acetate. Like just a really, real detailed card. That's not easy to make. So really happy with that. And I do have several Synergy True Base cards in my collection. Also from ComC, that was eBay. That was eBay. Is that the end of Com C? That might be the end of Com C. Only five cards came in, and I've shown, I think, all five of them. I think. Well, we'll move on anyway. So, from my US mailing address, these guys came in. I'm going to show another team. Before I do, very quickly here Mark says Chelios in the wrong uniform. T dot Timo is one of the classiest players ever to play the game, no doubt about it. T dot, he's my favorite all-time professional athlete. Find myself saying that quite a bit, but I want y'all to know I love Timo Solani. He's he is my all-time favorite. Lee Haskins, do you think the old cards of hockey will maintain value? 
back to Mr. Hockey Gordial. Yeah, the, the 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 key guys will for surely, no doubt about it in my mind. Mike Easter says, I like I love the select more than the prism, cleaner look. Fair, fair comment, Mike. Fair comment. So this came in from the US mailing address via eBay 2013 FLIR showcase, metal unit precious, sorry, metal universe PMG blue, T Mussolini. This is numbered out of 25. The blues are out of 25 this year. It's my favorite PMG design. I love the retros, of course, but I just love this design. I, I, it's hard to see the kind of this what's going on there in the in the in the card itself, but really cool card. I think I have a couple of these now. Love that. And then also 2014 Fleer Showcase Rubies, Johnny Goudreau, rookie PSA 10. This is card is numbered out of 50 to me. Listen, here, here, here I'm here I'm gonna go off talking about a card that I think is underappreciated. So listen, I'm just this is my this is my true and honest feelings that that these rubies from the FLIR products from 2012 to 16 are just not given the the appreciation I think they deserve compared to other rookie cards like like young guns. A young gun is out of what 25,000, 100,000, somewhere in there. Who knows? Quarter million, we don't know. There's only 50 of this card. Only 50. And it's and it's got that that set equity going back to the 90s from the original rubies and basketball and baseball. Now I know it's different, but this is licensed. And so to me, these are awesome cards. I've got several in my collection. So just be aware, several rubies in my collection. I've been buying them for a long time because I felt they were underappreciated and I and I love them. I think they look super cool. So this is my one of my rookie cards of choice are the rubies. So I grabbed a Johnny and they're cheap. Like, I don't think I paid 50 bucks for this. All right. Three more cards to show. Two of which all bought locally in the last two days. All bought locally in the last two days. Before I show them, we'll go back to comments and get through what's what's here. Bang, bang. I'm on the hunt for a 1977 Iggy Pop Monty Gum Punk card. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I actually have a Kiss Monty Gum for sale on PWCC right now on their monthly or their weekly auction. Um, so I'm familiar with the Monty Gum cards, bang, bang. Mark says, do you have a Rene Robert 73-4 card? Also, do you have Rod Gilbert 76? Uh, I do not, Mark. I do not have either. I don't have any Rene Roberts. I don't, I don't covet any Rene Robert cards. I have a Rod Gilbert. I have his uh, 1961, 60 or 61. Uh, rookie card. Albert, good to see you. Late, better late than never. Brendan Ryan, banger, one of the cards I showed. Thank you, Lee. How do you think as a soft? How do you think as a software engineer can get into the AI of cards grading? I mean, do your research, buddy. Do your research. Um, there's lots of AI, lots of companies that are claiming a, to do AI grading right now. So maybe see what they're up to, and and take it from there. Take it from there. But uh, I'm no software engineer, so I'm not your guy on that. Dallas Mooney, I'm not familiar with Synergy. When you say the base cards are out of 17, does that mean there's only 17 cards created? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Dallas Mooney. So what Upper Deck did with Synergy is they flipped the script. They made they made the true base out of a very limited, like 17, let's say. But then you've got the purples and you've got the greens and the blues that are all the reds that are maybe not numbered, some are numbered, depends on the year. If you do a search on ComC or eBay, you'll see what I'm talking about. Check ComC, you'll probably see a lot more on there than eBay because some of their low end, but that's why what they call the true base being these clear acetate, 
numbered cards are to me so special because they're so limited. It doesn't like let's face it, they're inserts. They're they're inserts. Are they really base cards? I don't know. They're true inserts. They're they're inserts to me, but let them call them true base if they want. It doesn't bother me. I just think they're really cool. You bet, Dallas. You bet. So, as I was saying, three cards that I picked up this week locally. Two of them came from Mike at Eastridge. Might still be watching. One of them came from a collector. So I'll show the cards from Eastridge first. And as Mike knows, I go into a shop all the time. He's got great singles. As far as a, an LCS goes, uh, Mike has, you know, next to the only card shop I've been to that might have a better single selection is Burbank in Burbank, California. Mike has an amazing collection of singles in his shop. If you're ever in Calgary, you have to check out his array of singles. Second to none. And I always find cards to buy off him. I'm always buying cards from Mike. And I bought two yesterday. And I'd been, I had seen them on the shelf there for, I don't know, not that long. He had maybe for over the last month. Not even Mike. How long have you had these? I don't know if you're still there, but I don't know how long you've had these. But anyway, here we go. The first one, I, I love this card, guys. This card is just gorgeous. I hope my camera does it some justice. This is from 2019-20 Upper Deck Ingrained. It's from Ingrained, a set that I don't have any cards from. Maybe one in a Crosby card or something, but here we go. Look at this stunning card. Austin Matthews Complete Sticks Signature out of 25 on card auto. Look at, I mean, the autograph is perfect. Like, perfect pressure was applied. Uniform throughout. Three pieces of game used memorabilia stick pieces. So tape, shaft, handle. Tape, shaft of the stick, handle. So tape from the blade, most like maybe from the from the butt from the handle as well. Piece of the handle, piece of the of the of the of the 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 tape shaft. Tape shaft handle. Gotta keep on looking at this. I looked at this card sitting in his display cabinet. I'm like, that's so nice. So I talked to him and we made a deal on this card. And as far as ingrained goes, I mean, they made, there were some nice cards in ingrained. I haven't seen any, I've only seen a couple cards on eBay. I did some, tried to do some research, no comps on this, like hard to find any information. And even other players in the checklist, there were hardly any that I could find. Like maybe one or two other players that I could find. I don't even remember who they are. And this is the Austin Matthews. I thought, you know, a beautiful card. I loved it. I bought it. All right. And this goes back to this whole thing about moving out. You know, these cards are no longer in my collection. And I'm going to move in this card and these other ones because I have the room now. You know, I'm, I'm making room. I'm buying, I'm, I'm moving out cards that I, I was forced to buy because they were on a set checklist for cards that catch my eye. That whole thing. What do you collect? I collect what I like. I collect what catches my eye. That is hitting home with me more and more nowadays. So that's why I bought this from Mike. And the second card I bought from Mike. This is a really cool card. I just couldn't leave it there. You know, it's one of those cards you just have to have. This is a 2006 Upper Deck The Cup dual NHL Shields one of one. One of one. It's in a PSA slab. PSA spelt Shields wrong. Like, come on. Anyway, Chris Pronger and Scott Niedermeyer. Now, if you haven't heard of these guys, they are both top caliber Hall of Fame defensemen, captains of their teams, 
Stanley Cup champion. Did, I know Niedermeyer has at least, he's got two cups at least, maybe three. He had he had New Jersey, he had Anaheim. Does Pronger have a cup? He must. Pronger must have a cup. With who? Someone tell me. Who did, who did he win a cup with? Anyway, two Hall of Famers, both defensemen, which is why this card isn't, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, even like multi-thousands. But anyway, it's a great card. There's a Crosby Lemieux from this exact setup on Golden right now. I believe the 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 Crosby Ovechkin either recently sold or was out recently made got moved somewhere. And I believe I believe uh, Dave from the last episode knows where that card is. I believe I do too. Anyway, it's a card I just couldn't leave. You could, couldn't leave it there. Like when a card comes through your LCS that is special. Like, I can't leave it there. So anyway, thanks again to Mike for selling me both of these cards. Pronger with Anna. Oh, Anaheim. That's what you guys are saying. Hey, maybe he did win a cup of Anaheim. Maybe he was a... Was he there in 07 when Timu won his cup? Timu Solani? Maybe. Anyway, this is... The, now, any other week, this would be the biggest card uh, I've, I acquired, you know, of the week, of the month sort of thing. But it's not this week. It's a big card. It's a great card, but it's not the biggest card I acquired this week. The biggest card I acquired this week is the last one I will show you. This is the card that I was talking about on Instagram today. This is a card that when I first saw it, I saw it on Instagram. Thank you, Troy. 2007 Duck. So before I get to this last card, T. Jones says Anaheim, Mark says Anaheim, and it looks like Troy is really confirming that Pronger did win his Stanley Cup in 2007 with the Ducks. If Terry Fortune's jumping into, I know we're onto something here. So, dual Hall of Famers, dual Cup winners, and I just want to show you the, the label. Upper Deck the Cup, Pronger, Niedermeyer, dual NHL, Shy Leds, one of one. Like, listen. I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to things, but how does that get out the door? On, on a card like this, I don't care if you're grading 100,000 cards a month like this or a day never or, or whatever it is, a million cards a month. Like you, you, can't, you can't make that kind of mistake, PSA. Like it's just, just not a good look. Anyway, end of the day, I don't even care. Like whatever, the card's the card. I'm happy with the card. Maybe I'll break it out anyway. Like I don't, but I won't. But it's like one of those cards where do you even need it graded? It's a one-on-one. It's a dual shield. But I'm not going to break it out. And it's just kind of funny that it says uh, dual NHL shy leads. So, all right, all right. Lee says you you said found that great card on Instagram. I probably missed out, but only look on eBay and at card shows. Yeah, Instagram, Lee. I got to tell you, Instagram. You know, there. It's not like there's. I don't know. I don't know the, the the volume of deals that are that are being consummated via Instagram, but there are some for sure. But there are so many cards being shown there that if you you know more, more modern, I would say than vintage. But there are vintage collectors showing off their cards on IG. It's to me, it's a, it's a required uh, platform to be active on because you're going to see a lot of cards there, and there's a lot of great collectors on there. So it's it's a community and. Uh, you know, this is a community too. So how many communities can you be a part of? It's whatever, whatever works for you. Anyway, back to the card. Saw it on Instagram. I I, I think I, I responded to the guy's post or I sent him a message. I said, hey, if that card's available, can you bring it to the Edmonton Expo? I'd like to take a shot at it. So he did. He brought it to the Edmonton Expo. 
And I looked at it and we were talking and he told me what he wanted for it. And I said, okay, you know, maybe we'll do some cash and trade. And so, okay, great. So we'll, we'll hook up or we'll do a video call. We did a video call after the Edmonton Expo and um, I showed him some cards, but I find it so just not easy to get a cash trade deal done. You know, you're, you got to agree on the value. You got to figure as the guy trading away the card, do it, you know, what kind of cash value are we putting on it? I thought, you know, I'd just rather pay the cash and I'll sell my card to somebody else and put that cash towards it, make it into a three-way deal instead of a two-way deal type of thing. And that's just my chosen method, I guess. So we did that. Didn't, nothing happened. And then I saw he put the card on eBay and I'm like, uh-oh, it's on eBay now with, you know, a buy it now best offer that was a lot higher than the price we were going to do a deal at. But I was still kind of concerned that, you know, this card, someone else might decide they need the card to make a, make a good offer on it. So I felt, I felt some urgency. So I said to him, I said, Hey, what is it going to take to get this card? And he said, well, cash or trade. I said, well, what about just cash? And he said a number, or I think I put out a number. I, I offered him a number that was like, I don't know, 75 or 80% of what he told me he wanted in Edmonton. He just flat out turned it down which I would have done too. He flat out turned me down. I said, okay. And this is a seller's market on a card like this. Like he, he had me, he, he had me on this card and I wanted the card pretty bad. So he turned me down at that offer. I came back, I upped my offer by about say 10%. And he, he countered this time. Thankfully he countered by about 5% more call it. And I said, I'll take it. Well, before I said, I'll take it. I did my research. I reached out to about three or four guys, you know, fellow collectors who, who I feel would know about this, would, would have an idea of what it's worth, give me their, their honest opinion. I reached out to the guy who sold him the card. I, 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 I could do that because on his Instagram post, he, he thanked the guy he bought it from, who's someone that I'm friends with. So I reached out to him. We talked about it. You know, I found out more about where the card came from, which was really nice to know. I reached out to my friends at Upper Deck. I, and I made, I found out about kind of like how many, how many of these cards might exist, you know, how many cards exist with this combination. So I, I did my research and I said, I'll take it. And it was, you know, I feel like I overpaid, which is okay. I'm okay with it because again, this is a special card to me. I'm going to show it. I promise you guys, I'm going to show, it. I'm making you wait, but I'm going to show it. I'm going to show it, but this is a card to me that I feel might be the best hockey card made in the whole decade of the 2010s. Now there will be more expensive cards made, but to me, this card, it represents so much. And it's the only card of these two players that is a dual on-card auto and dual game use memorabilia. So it's got everything going for it. There's only five copies made. And Dave Chow, who was on earlier tonight with us, has one of the copies. He's got one of the five copies as well. Now, some of you might start to might be starting to put together what this card might be. Most of you probably aren't. I'm not sure. But again, to me, this is, like I said, it's the card that represents the, the whole 2010s to me, um, maybe even a little bit earlier. Um, and to me, it's just a beast of a card. When I say I think I overpaid, it's because, look, I know... I know what these cards have sold for in the past and I'm paying like three times what it ever sold for before. I paid three times what this card ever sold for or so, but only five of them made. 
One of them is locked away in David Chow's collection. The other one has damage to it that is very readily uh, noticeable. Okay, we have a guest. We have a guest coming in here. Let's just see what we got. Troy, PSA or should I say PAS? Yeah, right. Good evening, Spurs cards. Good to see you. Albert Jones says Crosby McDavid. That's a great guess, Albert Jones. That's a really good guess. Simon says, I would guess the guy put it on eBay with the intention of making you get anxious. Thoughts? Maybe he did. I mean, this guy, this guy is a, he's a younger collector. He's shrewd. He knows what he's doing. I have a lot of respect for this guy. And, um, you know, he's a, he's about a third my age, but I can tell you that I, you know, treat him with the utmost of respect the whole way through because I have the utmost of respect for him. And, um, anyway, let's get to the card. So this is my new, it's called my baby. I do have two kids of my own who are my real babies, but this is my, my new, the new baby in my collection. I know you guys can't see it. Here we go. A, a guess from T dot says Matthews McDavid. That's a good guess too. A really good guess as well. Really good guess. But I'll tell you that Albert Jones is closer in his guess. Here we go. Boom. There's the card guys. There's the card. This is the, this is a 2018 dual signature materials, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby on card autos, game used memorabilia, both three color swatches. And they're nicely, they're nicely set. Look how they line up just perfectly. The symmetry is there. The design of the card, it's a beautiful card, at least to me, gold foil. And the numbering is five of five. I don't know if you can see that. It's sort of there. It's tough to see, but it's, you can see the numbering between their two, the two pictures. Five of five. So why do I think this is like the card of the decade? Well, between there's been three cards ever made that have both their autographs on them. There's this one out of five from the same year of the cup. There's a dual program of excellence, which doesn't have memorabilia also out of five. And then there's a Parker's achievements card that you could only get on EPAC that doesn't have memorabilia. It's a tall boy card. So it doesn't, to me, even really count. And there were 10 of those made. I don't even care about that card. To me, it's like, doesn't come close. Parker's was a, I believe was an EPAC only product. This was an achievement card. It's a tall card. Doesn't fit in a standard holder. Blah, right? Like doesn't even, doesn't even hit the, hit the radar for me. This and the program of excellence, but the program of excellence card, they're in their team Canada jerseys. So it's not even colorful like this one. So to me, this is, and this is the first dual patch auto of these two guys. There may never be another one. Sidney Crosby will not sign autographs with just anybody. He wouldn't sign autographs with any other player for like 10 years. There was one rookie card, rookie year card. It was a SPX dual winning materials autograph with Wayne Gretzky that Upper Deck snuck in there. 25 copies, sticker autos. So, I mean, a great card. A lot of you, will, it's a legendary card. But sticker autos, so less, you know, I like it a lot less. Then, I forget what year it was, maybe 2010 or 11 Upper Deck, um, Crosby signed a deal or, or agreed to do cards autograph with, with Mario Lemieux. Only Lemieux. That makes sense. They played for the same team. They both spent their whole careers with the Penguins. Crosby lived in Lemieux's house when he first joined the Penguins. And, you know, it's kind of the heir apparent sort of thing. And there was only maybe, I don't know, six, seven, eight different cards that they signed together. Very limited. Very limited in numbers, like five to 15 per card. 
And I believe I learned that he also signed a couple cards with Evgeny Malkin, his teammate. So dual autos with Crosby are impossible, almost impossible. And will he ever sign with anyone? It makes sense with Connor McDavid. So here we have Sidney Crosby, who to me is the most important player from 2005 to say to, to, to recent, to say 2015. Connor McDavid comes in in 2015, easily the best player in the league since he entered and until say 2025. So to me, this card features the two best players from 2005 to 2025. Yes, I know I'm ahead of myself by three years, but that's okay. Cut me some slack. On-card autos, out of five, dual mem. I mean, I, this is a beast of a card. Like this is the equivalent if you're doing a if you're doing a basketball analogy, this is the equivalent of LeBron James and Kobe Bryant dual on card game worn mem member uh, card. That's a big card. I don't say Michael Jordan because that would be Wayne Gretzky, right? That would be Wayne Gretzky with with Crosby. To me, would be the similar. So Gretzky Crosby to me would be Jordan Kobe. Gretzky McDavid would be Jordan LeBron sort of thing, right? Those three guys line up pretty nicely. Jordan Gretzky, Kobe, Crosby, and LeBron McDavid. That's how I look at it. So if you're looking for that that in that sort of analogy between the sports. So there you go, guys. This is my this is my pickup. This might be this might be my pickup of the year so far. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at a couple of others. I had some some nice pickups last year, but this is a card that um, I just think is so special. I think it's so special yeah david chow he has the, he has a copy of this card it's in a psa 8 holder this card i don't know how it would grade it's not in perfect condition it's got some white showing on the corners at least two of them but again it's about the card it's not about the condition listen if this thing was folded in half i don't think i would have bought it but it's not it's got a, a little bit of corner wear hey that's what's going to happen when a card like this has to travel from upper deck, you know, to Crosby, back to upper deck, to McDavid, back to upper deck, get packed out. But the cards aren't always going to be perfect. And it's a, you know, it's a 180 point card. So that's it. That's my big card. I'll keep holding it up because I love looking at it too. Let's go see what you guys are saying here. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Tom Newman, it's a Jay-Z card. Uh, Close, close, Tom, close. Brendan Ryan, wow. Albert Jones wants that. Spurs card, thank you for the congratulations. Lee says, cool card, 5 of 5 is certainly a, a, a GME. I don't know what you mean by a good, a game. Thank you, Jason. Justin Vick, beautiful. That's a beautiful baby. Yes, it is. Rubber side, thank you. Lee Haskins, you're having trouble with the keyboard there. Gem, there it is, gem. Thank you, Lee. I pre it is a gem for sure. There we go. Jay says it's a Kobe LeBron for hockey. That's what I, there you go. That's exactly what I just, yeah, I didn't even see that comment. We're bang on, Jay. I, I agree with you 100%. Albert Jones says, I have the Parkhurst. It's not, you have the Parkhurst. That's a great, it's still a great card, but listen, I don't love tall, you know, those sort of tall boy cards. I'm not a, big into the achievement cards, but whatever. It's still a do a lot of these two guys so it's, it's hey let me put it to this way albert sorry is it albert yeah let me put it to this way albert it's one of 20 cards ever made that have these two autographs on it troy leaving it raw or sending maybe to psa or bgs i don't know 
I've got a stack of cards like this that could go to PSA or BGS, but I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush to get and to get them graded. I don't have any sticker auto cards, Lee. Yeah, I have a few, but you know, sometimes they're necessary. Busby says, wow, Troy says, I have no sticker Gretzky Eisenman cards. On card is the way to go for sure. I mean, that's a, that's another reason why this card is so special. On card autos and game used, official NHL game used memorabilia. Like to me, that's that's huge. Great comparison. We agree, Rubberside. Lee says, if Ovechkin gets Gretzky scoring record, I think he is the GOAT 08 to today. Yeah, I, I disagree, but I know that that's going to be uh, you know, a bit of a divisive sort of a discussion. Thank you, All Valley. Thank you, Tom Newman. Brendan Ryan. Well, I know where I know where one, maybe two of the other ones are. I don't know what number David's is, um, but but I could find it because it's on Instagram. Frank says it's a monster of a card. I gotta say, I agree. Checks all the boxes. It really does check all the boxes. Simon says, did I immediately look up Lemieux Crosby dual auto mems on eBay after you mentioned this? Yes, I did. For the record, two available on eBay. Cool. Which ones? Which ones? I'm going to have to go look at those myself. So very cool. And yes, again, Frank Chain, I agree. It checks all the boxes for sure. For sure. All right. We're an hour in. We're an hour in, guys. What, any questions, any comments, anything you want to talk about you'd like me to address? I'm happy to do it. I can let you guys know that I did submit, as I've mentioned before, over 1,500 cards to Com C. over 1,500 cards. And I'll show you some of them right here. So this is, uh, there we go. I've got 243 showing up in my, in my port right now. That's all I have is 243 cards in there. Um, so some of the ones that I paid extra to get listed quickly have shown up, but most of them won't show up till, till like August or so. But some that are just sort of bigger or, excuse me, where I was willing to pay more for are showing up. So I'll scroll through these and I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know this as well. If you go to, if you go to ComC and you see it here, my port name is right here, Big Daddy Cool Breeze. That's my, that's my ComC username. If you want to search for it, Big Daddy Cool Breeze. That's my name on, on ComC if you didn't know that ever before. I'll tell you the story about that right now too. Why, why Big Daddy Cool Breeze? Back in 1997, this is a funny story here. I'll take off the screen. I'll come back to it. Back in 1997, I was bartending at a Moxie's restaurant in Winnipeg at Polo Park Shopping Center. Some of you probably know what that is. Moxie's is a Canadian chain of restaurants. Really good food, actually. Anyway, I was I was bartending there in 1997, and um, the the crew, you know, my the crew, the servers, the other bartenders, they all called me Big Daddy. I'm six six, right? I'm just shy of six six. They all called me Big Daddy. One day, actually, this is actually kind of sad. A good friend of mine, Michael, his name is Michael Monkey, just passed away not too long ago, very young from cancer. Um, one, he was a server and he was a lounge server there. I remember I walk into the bar one day, coming on shift. He looks and he goes, he goes, Big Daddy, when you walk into a room, it's like a cool breeze. Big Daddy, cool breeze. That's what I'm going to start calling you. So he started calling me Big Daddy, cool breeze. Anyway, when I started my comc account back in 2012 13 whenever it was that's the name i chose so that's what it is if you're searching for me on 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 uh on comc that's the name you see it on your screen right now and uh, these are the cards in my port so i'll scroll through show you some of them what's in here these are 
these came in collections somewhere in my piece somewhere you know I, I've, I've really pared down my uh my dale howard chuck collection some cards were just uh cards that i picked up in collections lots of prime colors i've sold about a dozen of these already today since they showed up various cards coming through oh look i have the block around some of my cards that's interesting i've never uh, thought that was only for a couple of, like dean's cards in that so here we go i'm just going to scroll through and give you guys a an idea of that's a Crosby one of one stick card. Cup RPA, Sam Bennett out of 99. Nice uh, Supreme Patch, Drew Doughty. Lots of different cards. Nice Brian Leach prime colors there. Nice Kippersoft card. Patrick Waugh. Dale Howarchuk one of ones. Really cool. Well, that's a one of one right here. So you're seeing there's a Gretzky patch card. I don't know. And listen, a lot of these. I didn't know what to price them at. I just kind of went with my gut. But what I want to tell you guys is I have this set to uh, the lowest offer you can make to me on Com C is 75% of my asking price. Otherwise, it just won't come through to me. And I do have an auto set to accept at a certain rate, but I won't tell you what that is. But um, but if there's anything you see on here, if, you see, if you're looking at my Com C ever, guys, and there's a card you like and you think I have it overpriced, send me a note, let me know. And if I agree with you, I'll change the price. I'll, I'll lower the price for you and we can make a deal and you can just buy it from me on Com C. I have no problem doing that. <clears throat> That's a nice Steve Eiserman card, really rare from Fleer Ultra. I don't know why these are showing up with weird prices because I'm not signed in, that's why. So these prices are are marked up actually. Um, here, let me let me quickly sign in so you can see the actual prices that they're uh, that they are listed at. Here we go. So there you go. This should show more accurate pricing. But all these cards are available. PMG employee, Max Domi, a couple of those in there, some Thomas Shabbats. This is a Debrinket Cup RPA at a 99. Crazy Huberto rookie, rookie card, uh, prime colors. Nice old Marcel Dion with a vintage piece of memorabilia. Mark Shifley RPA at a 99 from Cup. A double rookie review. So I showed you guys a bunch of these earlier that I'm moving out of my collection. I kept my again. Let me, this was a double. Whole bunch, whole bunch of cards. Crosby tape to tape. Nice Brett Hall card. It's a it's a Frankenstein card. It's a Detroit piece on a Dallas card. There's not a ton of cards to go through. Here's some more uh, employee PMGs. Pulyarvi and uh, Patrick Line. Mike Medano, one of one uh, Golden Treasures, Ryan Johansson, some PMGs, uh, Patrick Line, Cup RPA at a 99. Like this card, I think is, you know, on Com C, you price your card, well, I do, I price my cards a bit higher than sometimes. Like this one, I think is worth about $1,500. But again, you you want to have that, that offer ability as well. This is a Dale Howardchuck franchises one of one, legit pack pulled one of one, really cool card. But I'm just over it. I'm willing to move it out and so forth and so forth. Some, uh, some cars that have been in there for a while. That's about it for that's been loaded up on from this, this uh, batch that went in. So again, if these guys happen to go on Com C and you see a card uh, on my account and you're interested in it, but you feel my price is too high, let me know, reach out to me on, on, on Instagram. I'll actually just uh, put that on the ticker right now, how to get a hold of me if you want to. Happy to work with you guys. All right, back to your comments. Back to your comments. Lee Haskins, enjoy listening. It's late in the East Coast. Got to sleep. Thanks, Lee. Great to have you as always. 
Jordan Riker, can you talk about how you price these? Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more, Jordan. Thanks for asking. Justin Vick, happy to announce I just bought a Ryan Johansson card from Big Daddy Cool Freeze. Right on. Right on, Justin Vick. Very cool. <laughs> Was it this one here? Did this one sell? Let's see. No, it wasn't that one. Wasn't that? I still own that one. Dallas Mooney, Jeremy, dude, I've got a few friends that worked at that exact same Moxie's Polo Park a few years after you did, but still small world. I probably know some of those people, Dallas. Uh, they, I, I left. I was only there for a year. I think I left in uh, December of 98. I believe that's when I left. But uh, I'd be interested in who they are, Dallas, because I probably know a bunch of them. Jordan, did you do you send graded cards to Com C? Uh, I did give them some, but I gave all these cards to Com C in Edmonton when you were there, Jordan, a couple of weeks ago. And then I gave like I gave them actually Barry finally let me know. I gave them 1,504 cards to sell, and then I gave PWCC 273 graded cards because they only take graded cards. Troy Collectibles, I buy your breeze for $1.62. If you bought it, thank you for the business. Dallas Moonley, I still hit up Joe Daly's every once in a while. Your show with those guys was the first I ever watched. Been locked in ever since. That's cool, Dallas. I'm a big fan of Joe and Travis. Those are my boys right there, right there. Yes, Jordan. Can't believe you're coming to Canada twice in the span of like a month. That's very cool. Justin Vick, I bought the cheap one, but I did get the Rod Brindamore Prime out of 25 from YouTube. Thank you for your business, Justin Vick. And I do encourage you, again, you see you see something in there you like, feel free to reach out if you don't like my price. I'll, I'll work with especially viewers of this show. I'll definitely work with you guys. <laughs> Jordan, I love Canada. That's cool. That's cool. So, Jordan, you were asking, how did I, can you talk about how you priced these cards? So, I kind of mentioned a little bit ago, but basically, when I could, I looked at other ComC listings. For either the same card, but most of them I have what they call a ComC Monopoly because I have the only card on there. Or I looked at other cards in the set that they had listed and tried to price accordingly. If that didn't work, I looked at eBay on some of them to see if there was something there. If there was no comps at all, I literally just went with, I just picked a number, man. I just picked a number and I put it out there. And some of these cards, if they don't sell after the first little while here, I'm going to send them to the ComC eBay auctions and let them just auction them off for me. So feel, you know, know that you guys, if you don't like my prices at all, you can wait and wait to see them get listed on eBay and decide there what you want to bid if there's anything that you're interested in. So I hope that helps. Jordan, any more questions? Let me know though. Says, will you talk a bit about tips for Americans coming to set up at the show in Canada? I mean, Jordan, like, you know, it, it, there, there's not much to it. Like, I would say be prepared to collect Canadian cash. Um, you know, in Canada, we have something called the e-transfer. It's the email money transfer. It's very easy from any Canadian bank account to send an e-transfer to anybody else. It's almost instant. And you just move money from one person's bank account to the other. My understanding is you don't have that in the United States. That's why you have Cash App and Venmo and those things. We here don't need those. We have a very simple solution. Uh, we also use PayPal. So I guess my point is, you're, you don't have, you know, Americans typically don't have a Canadian bank account, so you're not going to be able to do e-transfer here or accept e-transfer. So be prepared to ask customers who don't have cash on them to send you PayPal, and many will. So you have that option. 
but most people transact in cash. Of all the deals I did in Edmonton a couple of weeks ago, 120, I would say 10 max were, were e-transfers. So that's less than 10%. It's a big chunk, I guess, but be prepared for that. Otherwise, price your cards in Canadian dollars. The Canadians will appreciate that. Some Americans price them in American and they, they just do the math on the spot. So that that is an option as well for you. But I think you'll be better off pricing your cards in Canadian dollars. Um, have some Canadian cash on you to give out for change and uh, make sure that you have your PayPal address handy to share with people, which of course you'll know right off the tip of your tongue. So uh, those are my, my tips coming up from, from the US. But again, I've never come up to Canada from the US to do a show. I've gone down to the US to do a show and I follow all these same things. I can't take, I don't take cash out or Venmo. So I deal, I have to rely on cash um, and PayPal, just like you'll have to do here. Any other questions, let me know. Troy says, I just love ComC, use them to sell all my commons and raw cards, no return scammers, no negative feedback like on eBay. I just sent them 1200 cards a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm with you, Troy. And Jordan says, I appreciate that. Thank you. I have tons of Canadian left over from when I was in Edmonton, so I didn't end up buying any cards. I'm still surprised you couldn't find one card to buy that you didn't. But hey, that's discipline and you're not being frivolous. So kudos to you on that. And uh, hopefully, I mean, listen, this show in Toronto is going to be three to four times as big as the Edmonton show as far as like square footage and vendors, maybe even more. But it's going to be way more people in there. It's just going to be, I think it's going to be a zoo in there. Um, I'm so excited for this show coming up. And it's less than four weeks away. So pumped for it. So there you go, guys. That was my, my Com C. Uh, the cards, the PWCC cards that I showed you all last week on After Hours are now active on the PWCC weekly auction. So I showed them all. I'm not going to go show them all again. I mean, you guys can uh, go shopping on, on PWCC if you want. And uh, if you're buying some of my cards, I appreciate it. Thank you for the business. And um, hope you land some beauties for your collections. Yes, Jordan, cannot wait for the Toronto Expo. Okay. If there are no more comments from you guys in the chat, I'm going to wrap this up. So I'll, get, I'll give about a minute, have a sip of water gaze lovingly at a couple of my new cards i'm gonna look at these two right now i just i can't take my eyes off these cards like between between the the mcdavid crosby and the austin matthews ingrained which is an on-card auto as well with three pieces of stick but i just love the aesthetics of the it's so clean just a just a beautiful card oh no more comments are floating in but there's still over 60 of you watching. So that tells me that you either have something to say or you're just waiting for me to turn this episode off, which I can do too. But it's uh, about 1130 here. So I'm about ready to pack it in, but I'll, I can go for a few more minutes for sure. Jordan asks, are you going for the OV black one-to-one select on Golden? I am not. I am not. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just not. Listen, it's a huge card. It's a huge card, but black one of ones in any, in basketball, hockey, I suppose, it's just not my, not my jam, I guess you could say. It's just not my thing. Um, listen, they're cool cards. 
there's definitely a place for them in the hobby. I'm not saying that they're bad or anything like that. They're just not up my alley. I would rather take the money it would take to get that card and put it into other cards, which which I'm doing. You see me doing it. I'm showing you what I'm doing. So yeah, that's basically where I'm at with that. But uh, thanks for asking. It's a cool card, really cool card. And Troy, thanks. To, yeah, you bet, man. Thank you, Troy, for being here. And you have a great work. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this since uh, the comments are not flowing in anymore. But uh, thank you all for joining. This was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, great Saturday night here. Thanks for joining the earlier show with David Chow tomorrow. At 6 o'clock Eastern, Yamwax is joining me on Collectible Live. So be, feel free to check that out on the Collectible TV YouTube channel. Otherwise, everybody, have a great week ahead. Go Flames. Go Flames. We'll, we'll say go Flames. We'll say go Oilers, which sounds crazy coming from me. But I want, well, they're going to win that, that series handily. But I want a battle of Alberta. If the Flames can get past the Dallas Stars, which is iffy right now. Go Leafs. Go Leafs. I want to see them win. And we'll end it at that. All right, guys, have a good week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.